0: Hey, it's Desi, Kristu, and Alec. Before we continue with this episode, I just want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Anchor. If you haven't heard of them, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Do you think you need a full $1,000 setup just to make a podcast? No way. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Best of all, Anchor is 100% free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for listening and now let's get back to the rest of the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Desi. It is so good to be back. I am also going to give a personal apology for last upload. I know it was rather late. But some personal issues, they come up the weekend of uploading, so we got backed up a bit. But now we're back and better than ever. And speaking of better than ever, we have a new member of the crew named Andy. Now, they are going to be helping me out with the audio from now on, including sound effects and background music. And I cannot be more grateful to them for showing up and deciding to work with us because... Let me just tell you, podcasting is not easy, and it may look easy, but it is not. It takes hours and hours of time and dedication, but for me and my crew, it is so worth it to be able to put our work out there and to just see so many people enjoying it. now that we're also international, it's just been mind-blowing for us to be able to do something like this. So yeah, big shout out to our new crew member, Andy. And also I'm going to give another shout out to, they're not new per se, but they have been helping out a lot more. Not that they weren't helping out before, but they have been a big help lately and I would like to credit them, Christu. So thank you again to Christu as well for helping me out with some Patreon stuff. You really took me out of a pickle there. Uh, I have been swamped with just uploads and of course personal issues so it's been a bit difficult but with you guys by my side it's just been a giant weight lifted off my shoulders and I am so grateful for not just YouTube but for my entire crew for everyone that's been working with me for a few months now for doing the podcast I am so grateful to all of you for putting your support and dedication to the podcast just like I have. And I am so grateful that I met you. And just to be able to work and know you guys, it's, it's been wonderful. It's been amazing. Alright, so to cut down the chit chat, let's get right here to Chapter 7 of Metal Plague. Chapter 7 The Final Showdown. After making my proclamation, Lewis stares at me with shock until his brows narrow and his teeth are revealed after his grin stretches to his ears, forming the face of something non-human. Louis stretches a bit closer to me and away from his lackeys. They attempt to follow him, but he lifts his hand to signal them to not come any further. My throat tightens when I see his mouth open to speak.
1: You sure know what you're doing, newbie?
0: Lewis asked maniacally, his widened grin never faltering. To hide my growing fear, I put on a grin too and put the rest of my plan into motion. Yes, but before we begin, I have a few conditions I want to make. I reply, my cool starting to falter. Lewis's grin began to shrink in confusion at my request.
1: What do you mean, newbie?
0: Lewis asked. A bit of confusion now plastered on his mugged face. Still putting up a brave face against this facade, I take notice of the children starting to circle us, murmurs and whispers traveling between them. Closing my eyes, I take a deep breath to calm my nerves. Then opened them again to face Louis. If if I win, then you give up your position as leader of the guard, and you and your lackeys will answer to me. I shout, a small grin appearing on my face. Oh, the pleasure in seeing him do my bidding. Though, it would be different than what he's thinking about. A bit shocked at first. Louis thinks about what to say next, then once again reveals a toothy grin.
1: Then what's in it for me?
0: He asks. Admittingly, I was taken aback by this since I had no real clue of what he would want in return if he won. Seeing the confused expression, Louis walks closer to me until he's standing over me. His shadow towered behind me, swallowing my shadow into its darkness. I'll tell ya, if
1: I win, then you'll have to obey my every command, my every whim, and I'll own you for the rest of your days.
0: Lewis says as he whispers towards me in a way that none of the others around could hear. My facade begins to falter out of fear. My mind racing about the deal I'm about to make. Or if I lose this fight, I'll be a slave for the rest of my life. Knowing there will probably be no way of escaping. But I'm not about to lose the only chance I got to escape from here. I owe that much to Gilbert. At least to try and escape since I'm the one that got him here in the first place. Narrowing my brows, I stared back at Louis with the same amount of intimidation that I can muster to show that I don't fear him. But before I could speak to give my answer, I felt an arm grasp mine. Looking behind me, I see Gilbert with worry and fear all over his face and body as he shakes.
1: Sorry, excuse me for a minute, I just need to have a word with my friend
0: here. Gilbert says as he yanks me off to the side of the circular arena. Children study to pour in to see what the commotion was about as Gilbert yanks me to the side. His grip firms when he starts to speak.
1: Are you nuts, Hugo? You can't fight him! What if he hurts you so bad that you... That, that you...
0: Gil's voice starts off as worried in anger, but as he trails off from his thought, his voice quivers, and a tear can be seen on the brink of falling. My eyes that were filled with drive and narrowed, then softened at the sight of my friend worrying for my life. I would agree that this was a stupid idea, and it could lead to some serious injuries, but. I couldn't back down. Even if this was a low chance of me winning against that brute who's clearly stronger and bigger than me, I have to at least try to get Gilbert and me out of here. So, putting my hand on his shoulder, I feel his shoulder rise and fall with his breath. But I also feel him shake as his breathing also starts to shake. Gil, listen to me. This... May not seem like the most brilliant plan, but...
1: You bet this isn't a smart idea.
0: I hear Nova bicker from behind a few orphans. The orphans make a way for her and walk towards me and Gilbert.
1: What do you think you're doing going around and challenging the biggest barbarian to a fight when you can barely lift a crate of potatoes?
0: Nova shouts as she stomps towards us and then links eyes to eyes with me. I, however, was not fazed by her words. Instead, I let out a small <laughs> smile at her concern as an angry expression forms on her face. My eyes trailed to the corner of my head to see a Gilbert still gripping hard onto my arm as it grips tightens further. Nova, you said it yourself. No one has ever thought of using the mine guard to escape before. If I can beat Louis and take his position as leader, I can use his lackeys to help us escape. I explain my plan to Nova and she shakes her head as she begins to speak again.
1: Listen, kid. Hugo. Whatever. Look, there's no way you can beat him and there's no guarantee that his lackeys would even follow you if you did. But,
0: but, what if they did, huh? What if this is our only chance to get them on our side and escape from here? I can take you with us. We can all be free. I protest. We both stand in silence as whispers echo around us as we stand there, looking into each other's eyes and never faltering, interrupted by Lewis shouting back at us.
1: Hey, newbie. If you really want to test your luck, then you better make up your mind.
0: Louis shouts, but then he grabs his whip and lets it unravel and fall to the ground as he grips the handle.
1: And make it quick!
0: Looking towards Lewis, I see his smug grin until I hear Nova sigh as I turn my attention back to her.
1: Alright, I guess we're doing this.
0: She sighs. <gasps> we? I ask. A bit confused.
1: Yes, we're doing this. I guess if there's a chance to get out of this dump, I'm going to take it.
0: She replies, forming a small grin as I grin back, but I still feel a tight grip on my arm, so I face Gilbert. Hey, I'll be fine. I promise I won't leave you again. I say to Gilbert. Using my other free hand to give him a hug as I feel a hot tear fall onto my arm.
1: You promise?
0: I promise. I say, he lets go and Nova pushes my back towards the center of the open arena while she whispers some information into my ear.
1: All right. So listen closely, Luis is a big guy, he's strong and he knows how to take you out in one strike of his whip, watch out for that. Then, he's also good in close combat, with his hands, so if you go in for a close hit, blind him enough to not see you. Lastly, he's big, but he's slow so use that, got it?
0: Nova explains. I nod my head to the information and give it to me as she pushes me off and I walk to meet up with Luis. Good luck. I hear Nova whisper as she runs off to join Gilbert in the massive crowd surrounding us. After entering the middle of the circle with Louis a few feet away from me, the fight began before I could even breathe. I suddenly winced as I feel a warm substance flow down my left arm. Quickly looking up, I see the whip raise into the air and fall back as it hits the hard with a snapping sound. I hiss up it and grab my left arm. I feel a bit of pain move through my body as I lie on the ground. Quickly, I roll over to avoid another strike of the whip. Over and over again, I dodge the whip, barely managing to get myself back up from the ground. My left knee is touching the stony floor while my arm begins to numb from the pain and blood loss. But as I was getting up, I felt myself fall back down as a new pain came from my right cheek. A bit stunned, I hear ringing in my ears and reach to touch my face and feel a liquid coming from my cheek. I picked myself up back to the position I was in before with my left knee on the floor and using my right leg to help me get back up. My eyesight was pointing towards the ground beneath me as my hand was keeping me from falling down. I could hear nothing but the ringing in my ear from the snapping sound of the whip and the beating of my racing heart. But somehow in the corner of my eye, I saw the black snake flying towards me. But instead of knowing what to do, instinct took over and I felt no pain but in my right hand. Quickly snapping out of my trance, I then realized that I'm holding the whip in my hand. I caught it! I, I actually caught it! I yelped in my head. As I look around, I see stone faces, including Lewis. Wrapping the end of the whip around my right hand as I grip more of it with my left, I then attempt to pull the handle from Lewis's grasp to no avail. Lewis then shifts his shocked demeanor to a mug smile. Grabbing the handle with his other hand, he then begins to slowly spin, dragging me along with the end of the whip. It doesn't take long until my legs give in from the pain as they were nicked many times by the tip of the whip. I'm dragged for a minute or two until the pain from my arm and hand is too great forcing me to let go. I tumble against the hard ground, grunting as I hit the ground with my chest. Once I stopped, I slowly regained a bit of strength as I lift myself, hitting weight on my knees and elbows. I point my head down as I look back to my legs to see the tears in my pants and clothes after being dragged against a hard, stony, rocky floor. Suddenly, I go into a coffee fit. And I lift my right hand to cover my mouth to make it stop. But once it does, I see a bit of blood on my hand. I quickly began to lick my teeth and gums to find where it came from until I taste a metallic taste of iron on my lips. A heavy footsteps I heard and I look up to see Lewis in front of me with a devilish grin. He then bends down to my level and just smiles.
1: See? You're never going to win. Now you're mine.
0: He whispered so that only I could hear. I felt anger build up in me after he spoke those words. No, no, it can't end like this. What about Gilbert? I promised him. Secretly, I grabbed a handful of dirt from the ground and swiftly threw it at Gilbert's lowered head. He shouts and drops his whip in front of him as he rubs his blinded eyes. He stumbles back while I, without hesitation, reach for the whip. This is my chance! I thrust the whip forward and I grab hold of his legs. Using my remaining strength, I pull as hard as I can, causing Lewis to slam against the stone floor. A few gasps escape the crowd as they watch me take down Lewis. After a few more seconds of rubbing his eyes, he then looks towards me and sees the whip in my hand. He seems shocked that he was taken down, but then changes to an angered expression. What are you waiting
1: for? Finish it! Win the fight!
0: He shouts at me as he raises his head with his arms supporting him from the sides. He gives me a hard stare, waiting for me to inflict the same amount of pain onto him as he did to me. The urge took over, blinding me for a split second. I raised the whip and strike it hard, but instead of hitting Lewis, I hit a small rock rather close to his head. The rock had split into two, but when I looked towards Lewis, he seemed shocked but still angered. Then I drop the wood to the ground, breathing heavily. Whispers and murmurs spark up once more among the crowd around us. I, for one, still have my humanity. Alright, that is the end of Chapter 7 of Middle Blake. I hope all you enjoyed. It was a bit more fun to try to write a fight scene since i'm not really good at writing fight scenes i had to (laughs) cooperate with my other co-writer to help me out for this because i don't really write fight scenes so i need a bit of help but they were great in this so credit to core for helping me out with the fight scene you're awesome and i am always grateful for your help that you give me with the story and even with the bloopers you're amazing and speaking of bloopers For those of you who want to help support the podcast and help us invest in newer equipment and softwares to help bring more entertaining episodes, stories, and just more entertainment in general, you can support us at patreon.com slash storytimewithdesi, where you can get many benefits while also help supporting us with monthly donations. So with Patreon... For our tiers that we have set up, you pay as low as $3 up to $9, and you can get several benefits, including shoutouts, early access, bloopers, and even digital copies of the stories, so that way you can read them on your own time, or even do a read-along with the podcast. For now, I want to give a great and huge thank you to my crew for helping me out with this. This was a (laughs) unique weekend due to some covid restrictions in school but it was a lot of fun and i also want to say thank you to my members that helped me out a lot this week including core chris and andy and just a huge thank you and welcome to andy for helping out with the episode this week and for joining us for this long and crazy adventure hoping to go on for many years and i can't wait to get Working with you on so many more projects and just seeing what we all can offer to this podcast, but also to our listeners and the world with our stories. I'm your host, Desiree Gomez, and this is Storytime with Desi. Bye!